Hello and welcome to the LARP News. Uh, I'm Ian and I'm joined by my friend Dave. Hello. And Dave went on a epic adventure back into Northern Kingdoms. Isn't that right, sir? I did, yes. I went to uh, Northern Kingdoms, which is a Witcher LARP. Um, I have, I've been once before. It yeah. was outrageously good. The tales from last time, and I encourage you to go back if you get the time uh, and listen to the previous one, made me very, very curious. And I really wanted to come to this event, but for various reasons I couldn't. But I'm so pleased you were able to get there again oh, and roll out the Dubois boys yeah. once more. The, the fabulous Dubois brothers were very much on form, uh, which is me and my friend Callum uh, putting on ludicrous French accents and generally being very, very silly. Um, but like we'll talk about like how the Dubois develop because they do come across as very much a comedy duo. Yeah. But there's there's more to there's them more than, to that. than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, um, it was up north. I didn't write this down. I should have done. I think it was in Barnsley. I think where okay. it was. So, um, it, so it's a different site to any you've been to before. They changed the sites. Oh, okay. Pretty regularly. Okay. So the first one I went to was at the ILARP site down in mm-hmm. Eversley. Um, but this really one nice. was, yeah, this one was on a, a like a campsite, um, uh, woods all around us, big deep woods, uh, nice little camping area. Um, I had a really crap night's sleep the night before right. and was like, oh man, I was like, I, be- I was, you know, such a shit place that I was yeah, like, yeah. I got there so fucking late and then I got really stuck on the motorways. Then by the time I got there, I was like, oh my God. Seraphing up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, set up with Ali um, uh, and Nick and Ellie, who are my friends, and like we set up pretty quick and get everything up. Um, we had a nice water source nearby us, and as we're setting up, it's like they did say like, "Oh, the camp might be attacked." By the way, and we're camped <laughs> right on the edge of the camp, right, <laughs> like right near where the road is, and it was like. Oh, well, this is going to go fucking brilliantly. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, what could possibly go wrong with us camping right where the enemy's going to rush in from multiple directions, you know? Um, yeah, so uh, I was, like, quickly trying to get all my shit together. And then it was just like... And then we were going to do time in. Yeah. So I didn't have time to properly suit and boot. So yeah. I bought a bunch more stuff um, from uh, that place in India, I think it is, or is it Pakistan? Yeah, I think what the name of it was... You've talked about it I've talked about again. Go back to the previous episode. You'll learn about it. Yeah, Yeah. I bought like um, I bought a breast breastplate. I bought some other bits. So basically, I was full on clank. I bought a new helmet, which is the same style of the the Conquistador helmet. Um, But I didn't put any of this on as we went down to the meeting. And then they were like, "All right, who here is walking, and who here is teleporting in?" Okay, right. And we were like, "Oh fuck!" Well, we're we're walkers. You know what I mean? Like. Ugh, fucking portal people, Ugh, you know, like, um, so we got led off into the bushes. Hang on, though. weren't what? you hanging about in downtime with a portaling mage doing special deliveries? Yeah, Dr. Portal, yeah, yeah, he's a good friend of ours. So, um, oh, okay, so that you, there are some portal people you're talking about. we, yeah, and he's a legend, by the way, um, we'll talk about him later on, but yeah, like, uh, Dr. Portal is awesome, Ellie is our half-elf friend who's part of the elf in safety for our explosives. (laughs) Um, Our speciality is uh, we can... So one of the really cool things about Northern Kingdoms was we came there with like, and basically pitched this idea of being very silly explosive nobles from Tucson. And they were like, okay, cool. We'll make you your own rules and all this stuff. So our thing is that we go into our tent spend a bit of time in there and come out with explosives yeah, that we can... A team together with an explosive. Yeah, right? and we had bangers left over from last time. Um, so we've got the... We can just yeet explosives at people. It's a really good time, basically. Yeah. Um, so 
we um we and Callum and the rest of the the walkers set off into the woods um we're already like gassing out walking through the fucking woods right like right. uh we're all wearing gambesons and then um so we're getting led along and um there's like oh there's some tracks ahead or something and then we can hear some noises and i'm i didn't bring my shield i just have my sword with me and none of my armor so i'm right. like this is bad right, right, like, right, right. Uh, um but we're chatting on as we usually do and then a team of fucking nilf guardians come out and oh there were some prisoners there or something as well so we let the prisoners go and then we got attacked by nilf guardians right. and then a little uh, like a little path in the woods and we had a big old ding dong with them um i got shot in the shoulder with an arrow um immediately get handed uh i got I, oh I fall back whatever and yeah. then it's just like i immediately get handed a, a traumatic wound card Sure. So how does uh, damage being taken work in Witcher? So you have light, medium, heavy armor. Yeah. You need to have, uh, like, I think it's three locations on your body. Basically, it's about the area covered. And so I had, without my gambeson and stuff, I think I was significantly weaker. I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. But with all the clank, basically, because I've got... um, greaves and i've got a chest plate i've got sure. shoulder pads and a helmet like i'm, sure. I'm heavy you're, yeah you're heavy, yeah, I'm right. heavy. um but again shot by this arrow does that like do well i that... wasn't wearing the thing so i just took the arrow and i'm basically just role-playing it right yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, i'm like oh on the arrow in the shoulder. and then they were like then they ran over and were like oh here's a traumatic wound card right, right. and then um basically we um Oh, Callum had a shield and his ball dagger as his right. only weapon. So oh, he's got this word. big fuck off shield and a ball dagger, and he's just like getting stuck in. Yeah. And then he gets injured as well. And but there's like one healer in our whole group. Oh, okay. And when you get given a traumatic wound, a lot of them have like, if this isn't treated within this time, yeah. you're dead. Oh right. Okay. Um. So this poor healer is trying his best to kind of like fix us all up and we're like, oh, please help me. I'm dying here, please. You know, and uh, really carrying on. And it's like, so yeah, uh, turned out the um, wound on my shoulder was very bad, but luckily the physic managed to help me. Right. And then um, we all we all headed into the camp basically and kind of like uh, really good. Time to get nice. the, the, blow away the cobwebs, get little fifty cuffs off straight away. Um really good seeing people people were really happy about the Dubois being back which is really nice, nice when you're playing yeah. like a really loud fairly obnoxious character yeah. it's like it's nice to know that you're kind of like uh, people are people are excited about you being there yeah yeah it's I think it's um, it's a like because sometimes when you're playing quite a, a big character it's easy for maybe people to think that you're very confident but it's actually like there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of front to it, right? And oh, you need like if everybody is cold to it, then it's it's, it's a hard all, time. It's all front. Yeah, it's all front. In fact, like um, the uh, a character can be a, like especially with an accent um, is a really great shield, like yeah. because you can literally be uh, I am uh, Jean Michel Dubois, the noble from Tucson. It's mm. a nice like mask to put on to be able to give yourself a bit of confidence when yes. you're doing stuff like that, right? Like um, it gives you a little bit of distance from yourself, so you don't have to necessarily take something that is coming towards you negatively yes absolutely um also like uh i don't know we'll, we'll, yeah, talk, we'll, about, we'll talk about it. but the um the oh this one guy is like uh um my brother jean paul yeah. um is like uh arguing with this guy and then this guy pulls out a spoon right. and attacks 
Callum on the way back to the camp, <laughs> right? And we're like, "This is assault! He assaulted him with a spoon!" And he's just like, uh, and we're yelling at him, and like, uh, yeah, really, really good fun. Like, um, this guy comes up again. I'll call him the spoon guy because I didn't actually contact him, so I don't know whether he's called me talking about him. But um, then we head into the camp, and it's like. We're hanging out. It's got dark by this point. The camp setup looks incredible. They have like, um, uh, obviously, there's all the different camps of the different people in the mm. free company. We're a yeah. mercenary company. Um, and they kind of set up, but they have a communal area, which is this big, like half the tent is like enclosed with some seats, and then there's another bit with like uh, an open sided, but still covered over the top, and that has this giant table in the middle with like maps and candles burning, That's and it's cool. like. There's wax everywhere, and it's just this really great vibe to the whole thing, right? Like, it's just, uh, yeah, really cool, really helps out the scene. It gives us a communal area that we can go and sure. sit around and talk and understand what's going on. Um, and we literally just, we're hanging out, and we're all chatting, and um, Callum's like, uh, just me and him are chatting, and there's a few people milling around, and we don't know who everyone is, because you don't, you don't know who is yeah. everyone in the free company. And then this guy pulls out a knife and stabs it into fucking uh, Jean-Paul's neck. Okay? What? Yeah, like right there and then just stabs him in the throat. And we're like, oh my God. Like, uh, and then he runs off and then I think someone else got attacked. Anyway, I don't pay attention to anything else. I'm like, oh, someone has smelled my brother. He has been stabbed. And, and Callum go, oh, 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 you know, like, uh, and they're like blood spewing out of his neck, you know. And we're like, oh my God, uh, so a physic comes running over, helps him out, stops all the bleeding, you know, and kind of helps him. I think he got might got a traumatic wound. I'm not sure, but we are not safe in the camp. Wow! Like straight off, assassins are among us. Okay, they managed to kill one of them and capture the other one. Okay, right. and I'm like. Cut his balls off! We want his fucking balls! He attacked my brother! And we're like, uh, so then they're like, no, 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 we have to question him first. Let's 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 heal him. We're gonna heal him, and I'm like, what? Cut his balls off! And I'm like, they will heal him, and then we're gonna interrogate him. And uh, so they bring this guy around, and then Callum walks in there, and he's just like, just starts screaming at him, like, just grabs him by the lapels and just, oh, I'm gonna cut your fucking balls off! I'm not fucking. And it's just like, this guy's like, oh! And then it's just like, so then, um, this guy spills all the beans, right? Like, we're like, if he doesn't ask you questions, we'll cut his balls off for you, you know, like, we want his balls. Uh, yeah. constantly. Anyway. This turned out to be a very good interrogation technique. Um, okay. So uh, the guy, I think, ended up... We weren't involved because we just were loitering in the background. But, like, um, I think he spilled the beans on what was going on. Oh, I should say there was... Um, oh, we heard about this guy called The Butcher. Right. Okay? He's, like, the baddie... Was this just, like, a rumour then circulating? I think so. It was, like, his his mob was operating in the area. I think it might have been... We might have bumped into him before. I don't know all the, the actual... Northern Kingdom's law, but mm-hmm. this guy, I think, would bumped into him before and he'd been a dick about it. I think the the, the last event that I didn't go yeah, to. Yeah, it's worth saying. There's been. Is it just one or is yeah, it two just events? One event I had. I, did, I missed because, between the two. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is unfortunate. But um, yeah, so I think this guy was a character from the last one, right. and was like uh, the building up. This guy is like a, a, a bad guy. That yeah, yeah, he needs yeah. to fucking deal with. You know, the Nilf Guardians are still running around. Um, there was a whole thing about like elves getting slaughtered last event that I wasn't involved in, but there's all this kind of like if you if you don't know about the Witcher stuff, like go and play Witcher three because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. The books are supposed to be quite good as well. But um, 
the the kind of general feel to it is that you're like your elves your dwarves your sorcerers sorceresses uh they're all basically most people in the world right. are just kebabbing these people in large numbers so yeah. they're a kind of like uh a, 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 a poor bunch of people but like still powerful in their own right but yeah, yeah there was it's like yeah just a just to give some heads up um we're all hanging out, okay? And then we see some, like, light going down the path. This is very OC, by the way. But we were like, um, maybe we should walk into the rest of the camp with everyone else, you know? Like, so we right. left our campsite um, and then went to everyone else. And then there was this... The way they do portals is they light, uh, like, a little flare and they swoosh the flare around in a circle to make, like, a portal oh, cool. shape. And then I think this is what happened. Oh, and then a guy jumps out and he's like, uh, we're going to kill you all or whatever. And then we get attacked by a bunch of zombies, like undead. In the camp. Yeah. Like they come running down the hill into the camp and we're just like, oh my God. Uh, like I'm already tools. I've got my armor on. I, sure. I, but at Northern Kingdoms, I'm not taking my armor off pretty much ever right oh, like okay. uh like i'm pretty much wearing my armor pretty the most whole, unless i'm trying to cool down from fighting in my armor yeah um uh so we we've got shields we're definitely a bit more braver this time and we're getting stuck in um there's a uh a, a green flare goes off and falls down and like smoke's going everywhere i was keeping out of it but then i saw one guy kind of struggling fighting in the smoke so i was like i gotta go and get in there and help out so i jumped into the smoke and started fighting and then the this lady came up to me and was just like and you get a traumatic wound type thing and it was just like oh dear because <laughs> of the green smoke because of the green smoke right so we dispatched these undead people the big bad head honcho necromancer guy fucks off uh and i'm like <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah, really, yeah, i'm yeah. dying i'm choking um they end up taking me and callum who also gets fucking the same green smoke stuff we get taken to the medical tent where dr portal is trying to basically fix us um <laughs> i think it required some sort of resource and we had very little resources okay right. like um mainly because i put them in my lounge pants and forgot they were there but, um <laughs> the 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 medical stuff is really fucking fun. Like, it's kind of like, I'm obviously like, <clears throat> and he's just like, uh, oh, it was my nose. I was coughing, but it turned out to be something up my nose. And he had to get a knife and put it in my nose. And then there was like pus and it smelt really bad. And it was all this stuff. And then Callum had something similar. And it was just like, but again, this is when I found out, like, if that didn't get treated in a certain amount of time, we did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh dear, traumatic wounds are, are no joke, you know? So this is all... Pretty, pretty much like, pretty early on on yeah yeah like this is all happening like right away right yeah, like yeah, yeah. um uh time in i think was around seven it was dark by eight ish and it was like uh around that time yeah. and it was like all of this is happening pretty thick and fast after this um so after we um dealt with the the undead and i got my nose and i was going oh my nose is my best feature be careful and then after the thing i was just like how does my nose look does it still look beautiful <laughs> um and <laughs> yeah it was really fun and the um but then we're all hanging out again and then we hear like some shouting coming from up the hill okay so we're like what the fuck is this right, right. so we walk up there and there's a, a fucking herd of angry villagers 
and they're yelling abuse at us and calling us murderers. Wow, okay. And we're like, we're not murderers, you know? Like, uh, we haven't killed any innocents. And then Callum's like, well, there was that one time. Eh, no, that doesn't count. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, what I think happened was the necromancer had ra- like killed a bunch of people, then raised the dead, and they were the zombies that attacked us. Right. And then when the villagers came, they were like, hey, you killed all of our people, right? Yes. And this one guy had a baby and was going like, hey, I have a baby, be careful. And I'm like, oh, and we're like, we must protect the baby. And like, uh, and then we're like, no, we hate you. And it was all a lot of shouting. Right. A lot of shouting and a, a like a very confused scene. And we weren't sure whether it was all about to kick off and get really violent. We were going to have to execute a whole bunch of new villagers. You know right. what I mean? Okay. Like, very much the theme of that is Richard, like, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, it, it is. if it kicks off, then we might have to just murder some villagers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. They, hey, hey, if you talk shit, get banged, right? Yeah. So um, it's all been a lot, right? Like this evening, a lot. That sounds like a lot. Yeah, so, and it's late anyway, right? Like, it's, um, but then, um, Callum's got his game, which is, you know, the dice game where you have to say the numbers? Oh, it's the same one I played? Yeah, it's the same one you played. Okay, you You can't tell me you had the rules for this, by the way. You roll some dice, and then he, you have to guess what the number is. And then if you kick correctly, then you get the money, right? And you roll it three times and he tells you twice and then you have to guess on the third one, right? I know now how this works, okay? Yeah. And it's genius. It's so good. Anyway, so we're playing this game and people are uh, spending a lot of money on it. One guy guessed correctly because he guessed. Um, But we're having a really good time. It's really really fun. And then there's shit called Gomi, okay? Yeah. Basically, you can ask for clues. You can pay for clues. You can pay for the correct answer, okay? And this guy had paid to find out, and then while the guy's playing it, told him the answer. Right. And it was just like, okay, the Dubois are very friendly. Yeah. We like people. Yeah. But we hold a grudge like a motherfucker, okay? And we were fucking furious. Like, what an asshole. Like, why would you ruin the game, right? Like, play the game, that's where the fun is. Um, so we instantly had beef with this guy like very early on like yeah. uh because like yeah you know fuck with the Dubois right like yeah. uh that's that's not on the cards you know um and then yeah and that's kind of uh we kind of hung around drank for a little bit I went to bed at around midnight around then I got no sleep I was exhausted sure, I wanted to get some decent night's sleep for fucking Saturday um I did hear stuff going on but I'm not sure what happened. Yeah. So, oh, also they have like a full-on forge there with blacksmiths, okay? And the blacksmiths kept imitating sounds of monsters. Everyone just kept on grabbing their weapons um, because they were like, oh my God, it's actually a monster. No, it's the dwarves in the fucking blacksmiths or whatever, you know? Like, Amazing. really funny. Are they players or are they NPCs? I think they're NPCs slash players. Yeah. I think they're just dudes that enjoy blacksmithing and yeah. like rocking up and yeah. being part of the thing. Um, they can they can repair your armor when it's damaged, so you can get light damage and heavy damage to your equipment. Um, I didn't interact with this too much. I didn't get properly damaged a lot of the time while wearing my armor. So um, I said that did happen later on. I also mention it now. We went into a big battle. One guy came around and just offered his black making, blacksmithing services. And I was like, yeah, man, like, uh, like uh, my 
gauntlet or whatever needed uh, fixing. So he yeah. just did it for us. And it was Amazing. just like, what a lad. Going around and like just helping out was really, really good. Um, the healers, yeah, they are surly to a man or woman. They are... No healers were like nice, fiery, let me right. help you healers. They yeah, were yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! And bring him to me. I'm not going to you. Uh, you have to pay me. All of this stuff, right? Like, it's cool. It's very Witcher. Yeah, yeah. We always, we always tipped our fucking healers every single time. If you healed us, then you definitely got a coin, which is a bargain, by the way, because a lot of the time the yeah. resources cost more than a coin. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you got to pay your debts. Um, yeah, and I kind of like, I went to bed. Uh, I slept like a fucking baby, right? Like, I was knackered. I uh, had been running around. And I'd had a couple of drinks. And I just... Oh, I slept so good. It sounds like a lot, though, for your first night. Yeah, but it was like... I had, like, crazy uh, Northern Kingdom LARP dreams. Amazing. And I love those, right? Because they're always, like kind of abstract and a little bit weird but like yeah, I woke yeah, up yeah. in the morning being like that was a fucking way to go subconscious yeah, that yeah. fucking rocked you know what I mean so um, in the morning um, I wake up oh I should mention very briefly um, there was a lot of non-LARPers like dog walkers people walking cyclists going past and people walking straight through the camp which oh, right. I found really odd um not a huge deal for me. I make a podcast. I'm pretty open about the fact I'm a LARPer, but like it was a little odd. Yeah. Um, and for most of Saturday, there was a music festival. I, I'm guessing a couple of miles away, but we could hear music going on in the background. So right. a little bit like the organizers did mention this. They're going to talk to the people that own the site. Um, but I just thought it's worth mentioning because it was quite interesting. Callum had a really good way of interacting with people. Which was, hey, could you not take pictures of people unless you've got their, given their permission to do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a really simple way, and a, not a, like a, an aggressive way to do it. So, just to be like, hey, it's not cool because that person could be, you know, whatever they do for a job, they might not want people to know that they do this for a hobby. You know, yeah. it's still got a fair amount of uh, stigma. There's also a lot of stuff with uh, a lot of this comes from cosplay and things mm-hmm. like that as well, like convention kind of etiquette is oh. to obviously ask somebody if you want to have a picture of them and stuff like that. Right. Because, you know, it, it's disconcerting to have people take pictures of you if you're not prepared for that kind yeah. of thing without your permission. At first, I found it really jarring. But generally, we were having such a good time um, that it didn't really matter. The um, actually, I'll mention, I'll mention that it's coming up. I'll mention some some public people that came into a situation that like they, they were like, "Oh, we'll go and watch," and then it, everything started kicking off. And then when I looked up again, they were no longer there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the um, I had I am now going to describe the perfect LARP way to wake up in the morning. Okay. okay. Wake up, had done my LARP dreams. I'm on the I'm in the tent by myself. I'm feeling good. Get out the tent. I uh, am then greeted by a cup of coffee and porridge. Amazing. I eat the cup, uh, eat the porridge, have the delicious coffee. Um, I then make my way to the toilets. I then take care of some business in the toilets, which is 
always a pleasure to have like just to get that out the way in a lot yeah, yeah, especially yeah. when you're wearing a large amount of armor right yeah. like you don't want to have a oh god and then have yeah. to run half a mile to the lose and get your armor off right yeah those three things are in my opinion a perfect lot morning yeah like if you have ticked three of those boxes you've set yourself up for a fantastic day basically yeah. and i was more than ready for a day's LARPing after uh, a coffee, porridge, and a poop is yep. basically, yeah, cannot recommend it enough. Um, thank you to the people at my camp who were just just awesome. Like, um, I really... One thing that this, like, really hammered home to me was how much I enjoy the people in my little circle of LARPers, mm. right? Like, I'm lucky to know incredibly talented people. Like, I yeah. would say Callum is outrageously good at rp right oh, like crazy. he's my homie i love him very much but he's my like my larp husband and i feel like when me and him are, are larping together magic just happens right yeah, we yeah, bounce yeah. off each other and it's just really good um ellie makes like magnificent fucking costume and design and she's always there looking after me like she's getting helping me with my armor she's doing this she's like always just making sure i'm okay uh nick was absolutely brilliant throughout he's like he can't help himself. He's always he's now the grand magus, right? Who's the the top wizarding person in the in the free company, right? And um, he's just like always get he's always getting his fingers into pies, but he's always doing it in a really good way, trying to engage with people, trying to spread game out, but also trying to keep us alive. Which for him this weekend was a full time fucking job. Okay, like he <laughs> saved me last night when I got the nose thing. Um, amazing. Um, yeah, um, God, I'm not going to mention someone and it's going to be annoying. Oh, Ali's fucking brilliant anyway. He's just a good lad. Um, he's, he's, Ali's actually, he plays an elf. Right. And like, there's no, in LARP, there's no, I have a self skill so you can't see me. Yeah. No, Ali's just actually good at being a fucking scout. Okay. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. he'll, he'll sneak up on you and slit your throat, right? Like, he'll, he'll go off into the bushes, wrecky something, and come back and be like, oh, yeah, there's 20 of them in the bushes. And I'm like, what? Did you just. Did you just go, yeah, 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 they didn't see me, it's fine. It's just like, what? That's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> hard skills. Um, so, we're in the tent, the big communal tent, and then they're like, um, oh, we're going to have a captain's meeting, okay? And um, the person in charge is Captain Nico, and she's this kind of like, she, she's a legit fucking lava, right? Like, like just bags of fucking charisma and energy and just carries so much fucking um uh like in the group yeah like she just carries weight yeah like when she's talking people shut the fuck up people tell other people to shut up when she's talking okay but they were like we're gonna have a captain's meeting um the basically this is this is they didn't do this last time when i was there but this is such a cool mechanic okay we have as a mercenary company mercenary units that work on behalf of us okay right. so we have um there are like scouty type guys uh what are they called there was a special name for them i can't remember but like pathfinders pathfinders right. we have a bunch of roguish like thuggish brute types we right. have um what are they called the the landschnecks which are yeah. they wear these really colourful, incredible costumes and they carry really large fucking swords and yeah. they're like our heavy infantry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Lanchnecks are bad. They're, they're like really cool from history. Yeah. Dude, like really cool. And the, and the kit, kit they had, oh, the captains, the, the, the captains of these units came along for the meeting. So are they, are they NPCs? Yes, they're they... all NPCs. Okay, that's cool. Um, so, um, 
and we're just like and they were like oh the guy that usually does the cavalry isn't here does anyone want to do the cavalry and we're like me me and uh Jean-Paul go and they're like we will do it um and it's like we sit down and like have this big old conversation about what we're going to do with the cavalry and we're like what sort of cavalry are you are you heavy are you light and they were like uh, oh we're light cavalry and I'm like oh very interesting have you ever used explosives and then it was us like <laughs> um, we're chatting on and really really good time anyway like I love this it was such a good thing to have all these NPCs come along and there's like they give us these different opportunities mm. so one of them might be um, there's a windmill okay mm-hmm. and there's bodies hanging from the windmill mm. what do you want to do about that there's um, there's a village with some light barricades outside with people inside looting the place what do you want to do about that right bunch of these different options and they're like so is it a case that you can only pick like a certain amount of these things well we have all... so many units right and you have to choose where and to we s- have to choose where to send them and can you kind of double up or... yes yeah. you can yeah. double up um so our first one was the the light barricaded village i wanted the cavalry to go to the um the fucking what's it called the windmill because I was, I was just scared about like my, my the cavalry like the first time out they get fucking wrecked on some fucking village defenses yeah, yeah 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 it sounds like a bad idea um but basically, the plan was... Oh, and the really cool thing, we have to write our orders on a piece of paper. Amazing. So we have this big old conversation, okay? And then we're like, okay, we have to write our orders. So we get this, like, our fountain pens. Amazing. And we're writing these letters out. That's cool. And we're like... Uh, and Callum's writing the letter out, and I'm helping him write the letter. And it's just like... We're like, uh, do this and do this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, basically the plan was that we were going to go there at the, with the land snakes or whatever. Right. And we're saying, oh, we'll give you an explosive. To, to, and the cavalry were like, uh, we don't think it's a very good idea that we take the explosives. And I'm like, no, 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 you, uh, it's a technical term. You yeet the explosive when it's in time <laughs> and then it boom. And it's like, you can do that to the, uh, to the defenses and get in. But then the, um, the land snakes, which was uh, th- this player was fucking great. Um, this lady called Tor of Tors, Temerarian land snakes. Okay, right. Um, we got on really well with the land snakes whenever they rocked up. Like we yeah. just th- th- we we liked them and they liked us. Um, but we were talking to them about like oh. Uh, and we were explaining how the explosives work and like you must light it here and then when you are ready you must throw it do not wait too long or you will blow yourself up and all this <laughs> stuff right like and we're doing all this stuff and they're like so um the outcome of that oh uh yeah i can just talk about it now fuck it um later on we find out the results for our units okay oh, nice. right. so they come so these back. are kind of actions that you personally are involved in no you just dispatch, you just dispatch it's people. like a little mini game oh that's cool it's like a mini downtime but like part of the game yeah and it so, t- all takes place during the event yes right. so cool. um and we find out that our um uh, the land snakes moved forward and basically went into the town turned out there's a bunch of fucking looters or whatever so the looters ran and then our cavalry charged them down nice as glorious you know oh, and yeah. we were so very proud oh one thing i should mention is in our letter so we write this really like long letter about oh, be careful don't take any risks like be careful, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end we're like we went into minute detail right. on little kiss big kiss oh give them an hug so he does a circle and then he does a big x little x and we're just doing this really elaborate x kiss big kiss little hug big hug big kiss 
Danny Kiss. And it was right. just like, so, and we're explaining this <laughs> to the people who are taking the orders away. And they're just trying not to laugh. Because I go through it because the, the ink's really bad on the paper, right? So it's a bit yeah, messy yeah, yeah. on some of them. So it was like, it says this and it says, and this last part, it says, big kiss, little kiss. Wait, 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 go through yeah, all yeah, of it yeah. again. And it was just like, really fucking funny. Yeah. Um, we uh, ended up calling ours the, uh, what do we call them? The the, the Knights of Dubois. Um, we started talking Amazing. to them as the Knights of Dubois. And we were talking about potentially, because I was making jokes about how um, I lost my donkey on the way here and his name is Sebastian and he's a very naughty donkey and he's out there somewhere and I kept yelling Sebastian and like <laughs> nothing out there did you hear a donkey and it'll be like um, yeah like really yeah just stupid Dubois shit basically um, yeah I'll come back to the uh, I'll come back to that stuff but basically we had a few of these oh, and it was cool. just great I, yeah. every time I was like we had to come up with a chat find out what we were going to do and all this stuff right really really fun I think this is an interesting uh, thing because I've, I've obviously only ever been to larger LARPs where obviously the player to NPC ratio is very skewed at somewhere like Northern Kingdoms obviously you're going there's a lot more NPCs 50 there's players a lot more... around 30 NPCs yeah. they are the hardest working like I don't want to say this in case the fucking Empire skirmish crew hears this and just murders my ass uh, I do talk a lot about yeah, yeah, shit yeah. about them anyway but um, the uh, in, a, in a funny way not in a real way like in yeah, a funny yeah, yeah. way but the Northern Kingdoms uh, NPC crew were outrageously good they brought it Every single time, their characters were really, really good. I, I, I can't praise them enough in how great it was interacting with the NPCs at Northern Kingdoms. Every single one I spoke to knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And bear in mind, I'm a ridiculous French noble. And they took it all on yeah. and were like, uh, really great. And yeah. I got the feeling like the NPCs crew quite like the Dubois. You know what I mean? They were definitely That's trying cool. to kill us. Yeah, hundred percent trying to kill us, but I think they quite liked us. You know, it was really so. Cool. But I think it's interesting, like you know, if you, with that kind of ratio, it, mm. obviously the like going to Empire, there's a reasonable chance, especially starting off, that yeah. you will not meet an NPC at all, right? Yeah, uh, certainly for a little while. Yeah, you might. You'll if you'll, you really pursue you'll that game, probably you may fight. Do. Um, you'll probably fight uh, the skirmish crew if you go on yes. a, on a yeah, yeah. On I mean, a you'll, thing. you'll fight. But to actually interact with a yes. non-imperial citizen, very fucking rare, right? Like yeah. extremely rare. In fact, it was like I. It took me years to do it, right? Yeah. Like um, literally years. Um, yeah. So, but like obviously, uh, at a where you have the balance of NPCs to or crew, I should say, to yeah. to players that is closer. Yeah, we shouldn't call them NPCs. That's yeah, the yeah. wrong term. But you know what I mean. But like, what, but like, um, crew. You, yeah, crew. You kind of have, therefore, a higher likelihood that you are going to speak to uh, to a and a lot of this is a lot of the game is this yeah. right like i'm gonna i'm gonna talk in detail about the fights but the the world building that is allowed to happen from like mm. interacting with these different characters as they come into the camp and you meet them and like it sets off like a whole tone and an understanding right like really great because how because it, it, basically a lot of the game experience that you have say at empire and i'm using that as because that's where i'm coming from with yeah, my yeah, experience sure. basis is obviously a lot of the game experience you have is interacting with other players, yep. which is awesome, like yep. amazing. I've had an amazing time, but like, I guess at something like this, the balance of game that you're getting is you obviously interacting with players, but you're also interacting with ca characters, and, and the game's coming from both the, of those. The characters a lot more. that help 
like I always talk about M- uh, like fucking not NPCs crew especially ones that play characters as the special forces of LARP yeah. you're dropped behind enemy lines you're given a brief and then you have to deal with people like us yeah. who ask you stupid fucking questions all the time or uh, want to interact with you in a silly way or or, or or in a serious way like there's loads of these people you know um, and they was so good. In fact, I spoke to um, Tor of the mm, uh, the Lanchnex, 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 yeah. and she was like, "Oh, I don't really do character stuff usually," mm. and I was a bit like out of my uh, comfort zone with it. And we were just like, "You were brilliant!" Yeah, like we loved interacting with you for the weekend. You know, it's like so good. So it's a two way thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. as a LARPer, like, and and as crew, you can never tell where yeah. someone is. All you can do is see their performance and be like. That was fucking awesome and yeah. just enjoy it. So I think there's a certain element to that where, because I, I obviously have, I, I get anxious, I get mm. worried, I second guess myself a lot, but it's really great um, to realize like after a weekend, like, oh, people really did enjoy that interaction that we had, or I enjoyed your character and they're like, oh, I didn't. Um, there was one lad there who, I was uh, we interacted a bunch of the weekend, we had an epic fight, uh, like together, uh, I'll talk about that later, but it was his first LARP. And I was like, dude, you're killing it. Yeah. If that's your first LARP and you're doing Northern Kingdoms and you you had that weekend, like there was nothing about that guy that was just like, oh, he's a new player. Like uh, yeah. his kit was outrageous. His RP was really good. He fought like a fucking lion. It was amazing. Oh my God, talk about fighting that lion. Some of the crew were just off the hook, by the way. Like some of them <laughs> were amazing. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, let's, let's keep going. Um, uh, right. We set off for a... We hear about this prisoner exchange that we have to take place, okay? And we're like, okay, let's go. So the plan is, a bunch of us are going to go, and we're going to cause a distraction. So the Dubois were part of the distraction crew, okay. obviously. We were like, no, no, we could be part of the sneaky crew. And it was like, <laughs> I'm clanking around. And my arm is like clanking, by the way, everywhere I go. Um, and another group are going to go and scout off, and then go and try and do this prisoner exchange. And we get to this... Um, we walk through the woods for a bit, and we get to this like uh okay it's like a a giant ditch in the woods really mm. big okay mm. and there's like we're on one side on the hill and there's a ditch and then on the other side there's another hill and then a bunch of baddies come out okay nice and they're like yelling at us and we don't really have a leader like this is one thing like no one's like no one's like i'll speak on behalf of this or whatever so we're all kind of yelling stuff at them they're yelling stuff at us and then basically they're like oh fuck this we're just going to attack you and they kind of charge down this gully and then come up the hill. And we're like, oh, okay, let's fight then, okay? Yeah. Combat is very scary at Northern Kingdoms. Like, you get the feeling like you could end up dead very easily. And they start yeeting bombs at us. Oh, this is when the, the, the people, the dog walkers were nearby and they're like, oh, we'll come and watch. And um, then someone yeeted a fucking banger. Ours are quite loud. Right. This motherfucker was like yeah. a concussion grenade going off, right? I was a little way away from it there was one guy really close to it and I think he literally did get discombobbled like yeah. actually like what the fuck is going on from this I suppose um, after that bomb went off I didn't see those people again um, right but like uh, I don't think they even had a dog with them they had a family but like um, we're fighting and it's really kicking off and the the, 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 the crew are bringing it and we're yeah. like there aren't that many frontline fighters oh this one thing that happened the, uh, oh, it happens later on actually but like there's not many 
out and out frontline fighters. Like me and Callum in heavy yeah. armor are the exception rather than the rule. A lot right. of people are there with uh, just a sword, no shield, uh, a lot of archers. Some people are mages and sorceresses mm-hmm. and people like that. How does uh, the magic stuff work in combat? Like I, I don't know right. is my answer. Sure. I did have some magic which we'll get to that was done to us. But I don't know how, as a player, you interact with... Oh, I do know. I saw it. Yeah. This one lady, there's these two wonderful sorceresses that um, I should bring up. Uh, what's her name? Oswin of Mahakam? Um, I didn't get the other person's name. Both of these ladies were, like, they're wearing dresses. They're kind of like female Dubois, right? They've got accents. They're really, like, over the top with some of their stuff. They're really, really cool. Anyway... She does this thing in this battle that is like, um, she describes the thing and then does the cast. It was something like, oh, your your feet are wrapped in vines or something like that. Or your feet are locked in stone. And then she does like an RP thing right. and then cast the thing. And then the NPCs, or the NPCs, I need to stop calling them NPCs. No, I think they're okay to call them NPCs where yeah. they literally are NPCs. Yeah, they literally are, yeah. Okay. But they... Um, they get locked down, so then we charged in and cut them down, right? Because uh, they can't move, so we can just maneuver around them and stab them up a lot. Right. Um, really cool. Like, okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know a huge amount about it, so sure. I don't want to speak on. And if you're listening to this, I'm an idiot. Don't take anything I say as as, as a thing. So, um, but really cool. Like, um, like the portal stuff that was like magic stuff. Because you've right? kind of done that before, haven't you? Where uh, the, the portal mage did like a portal with you, and you were able to move yeah. somewhere else and, and in, appear through a portal. In that case, what we needed to do was we get a ref, tell them what we're gonna do. Um, Nick fires off a, a flare, does the circle, we walk through it, get guided through holding our hands in the air, yeah. then get dropped off, and then we jump through the portal. Sure. There are some interesting stuff to do with portals where when you go down, you have a five minute bleed count. Yeah. Okay? If you get a bandage put on you, it doesn't stop the count, it just adds it five minutes yeah, to yeah. it. Um, if you're in a portal, yeah. the timer pauses. So. A good way to save someone's life is portal them, chuck them in a portal, get them back to the medical tent, dump them there, and as soon as they arrive, you can get medical treatment. This is a very good way of getting someone out. And someone in this fight had to have that done. Um, Callum got a traumatic wound at this point. Right. Okay? And it was like... So at this stage, just set me the scene. They're, yeah. they're still coming up this They skull. charge up the hill and we're fighting them. And you're, you're on the lip of it and they're yeah. still trying to push up? But they push through... They push into us and there's a lot of people just pulling back and giving ground. Okay. Um, and it's anarchy. Yeah. It's very stressful. Everyone's running everywhere. Um, I'm fighting my ass off trying to defend ourselves. Mm. Um, we cut them down but then the guy does some magic or some the bad guy on the other side he does some magic or something like this and basically i think they're on drugs or something wacky and then they get back up again so we've just had our asses handed to us and managed to fight them off and then they all get up again and we're just having to cut like just hack <laughs> them down again right like and just kill them as fast as we can um while they're eating explosives at us um Oh, one thing that's important, Callum threw an explosive, which no one really paid any mind to and attention to. It's quite a big deal that we throw explosives. But what's really cool is the ref came up to us immediately and was like, hey, that banger didn't have much of an effect. Have one of ours. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, no, 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 we've got bangers, but that is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. That, that like, the, 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 
the the orgs care about our experience is so good like it's you you like they deeply cherish the players. I think it's also um, like understanding the fact that obviously when stuff's crazy, people don't hear things, people don't understand. Like oh yeah, this, when's a banger going off near you? This isn't stuff. a criticism of but, all but the crew. An orc yeah. can have a perspective where they can see this stuff well, and they can see what's when you're yeeting explosive. Yeah, you kind of are putting it behind them usually. Yeah. If a bang goes off behind you, you don't know how close it is, right? Yeah. Like, um, I'm painfully aware of the explosives uh, because mm. I'm an explosives guy. Yeah. So therefore, when people yeet explosives at me, I would run away and hide behind my shield. And when it went off, I would fall onto my back and they have to yeah, get myself back up cool. again. You know, like, just all about performance, right? Yeah, and just yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. sell the, the, the chaos, hits, right? right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, then we had... Um, so, oh, a Callum's injured. Yeah. Okay. And it's like... We're trying to fix him, and it's just like, oh, I need this one specific herb. Right. And nobody's fucking got it. And we're like, oh my god, like, he's going to die in a very small amount of time if we don't find it. And that's when Captain Portal comes strutting in, and we're like, Captain Portal, you have to help us, he is dying, and we need Rebus. (laughs) you have any rebus and he's like oh let me check and he's like Adi! and he's just like then he finds the rebus applies it and saves his life right there amazing and there. <coughs> captain portal comes through again saving our asses <laughs> um we oh and i'm also wearing my big fancy riding boots oh yeah they look really cool by the way yeah they look fucking amazing oh my god my feet are still dinged up with blisters now right. from and this is two weeks later that they're still healing oh my god, I need to break those bad boys in. But I only ever wear them when I go to yeah. LARPs, so it's, it's difficult. But yeah, um, my feet were pretty wrecked. I changed into my boots after this and just strapped them out real tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ignored the pain and got on with it. Um, we will come back, I yeah. think. We'll have a little breaky break. A little breaky break. I think we're kind of a nice halfway point right now. Maybe. I agree. We are a, a, a uh, potentially a halfway point yeah. here. Uh, there's this a lot to happen. Been... There's a yeah. lot still to happen. There's a lot, but I think we've, we've managed to talk about a lot. It sounds like it's been action-packed, and I'm sure this is just the beginning, and there's going to be way more. Yes, indeed. Well, join us next time, and we will discuss the continuing part of Northern Kingdoms. Oh, yes. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!